Okay, everybody, welcome to FlixOGs, the podcast for three people who want their time-wasting activity not to be a complete waste of time. Uh, so hopefully this is not shit and actually good. Uh, my name's Lauren. I'm the teacher with too much time on her hands in the evening. Oh, I'm Ashley, the current stay-at-home mom. We're doing taglines? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know either. I told you that. I'm, uh, I'm Chris Novak. I watch movies. You've got to have a tagline. Okay, go ahead. Oh, no. You can't say net. You can't. Okay, so we just had to cut out a small section of this recording um, because we can't say the name of a proprietary streaming service. But uh, back into our regular programming, Lauren. Go ahead. Yes. So the purpose of the podcast is to review flicks. Flicks? Flicks I, I think Flix-ay. is a plural of that. Um, from a popular streaming uh, device. Device? Service. 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 Um, and let you know what we think of it. Most of these are original movies. Listen, you guys are all busy folks. We get that. We don't want you wasting your time watching some real garbage. Some real hot dookie. That's why you have us, your friends, here at Netflix. Dang it! <laughs> Maybe we should make it a drinking game. <laughs> we might have to have a swear jar, but just for that one See, word. Look at the hang of it. They can't sue us for saying it in the first episode. I don't think that's how, like, statutations work at all. But if we're just referencing it, it's not like it's... Yeah, you okay. want to reference things. All right. So you can't say we live in... So what movie did we watch this, this week? Okay. To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Mm. Mm-hmm. So initial thoughts, guys. Like, right off the hop here, what were your feelings? Uh, this is the bar upon which all movies should be judged. <laughs> yeah. This, <laughs> this is the rock in which you shall build your movie church, yes. is what you're telling Absolutely. All right. Ashley and I are biased. We've seen the movie five times each. Mm-hmm. This was my first viewing. Uh, yeah. This I wanted to call the podcast to all the Netflix movies I've loved before. I, again. Okay. No, that's fine. We're going to do it. We no, did it. Yeah, yeah we, we did it. You're we right. did it. Yes. We did it. Okay. Um, yeah. So... Lady's fully on board. You're fully indoctrinated. You've drank the Kool-Aid and then some. Yeah. I okay. can't wait for the second one that's coming out. Yeah. It's the only movie I care about coming out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I guess we know what we started with this movie. Uh, all right. So do you guys want to get right into the the plot and synopsis of this movie? I think so. Yes. All right. Give the people what they want. Give them, yeah. Now, it is based on a book. By Jenny Han. Which... We have also read. Actually, three books. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's a three series. And this is kind of spaces two together, the first two. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I think we should try really hard not to bring in too much of our opinion of the book. Yeah. Yeah, I think if we're going to have a a Netflix swear jar, we also need to have like a, the book was better for this reason jar. No, Many times you guys say that. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. The book's always better. Yeah. So, uh... We begin our, our film here in a fantasy dream sequence. And we meet our protagonist, Laura Jean. No, that's wrong. Her what? name's Laura. Laura? Yes. Yeah. There's no, not Laura. It's Laura. L A R A. Laura Jean, or LJ, as we'll call her from now on, apparently. <laughs> um, and, and she's. Uh, She's in a field of wheat, and she's kissing some boy, narrating over top about the forbidden kiss. And uh, as we pull out, we see that she is a 16-year-old girl, bookish, shy. She's in a messy room, and she has no love prospects. Honey, if you did this amount of detail, you know like this is going to be a two-hour podcast. 
No, I think it's important because it kind of sets up like this protagonist of like the 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 high school girl who is like likes reading romance books and hanging out in her room. It's really like a ninety percent of girls can put themselves in her shoes in some way or another. Yeah. Like, this is like your perfect protagonist for these kind of things, right? <clears throat> And I will say the opening scene gave me all the Pride and Prejudice feels, and I just thought yes. Darcy was going to come walking across that field. So just that foggy, I, foggy field. I really loved that. It's a wet shirt. Yeah, it yeah. was great. It was perfect. Yeah. All right. So uh, we also then meet her family, who her, her uh, father, who is a widower, and she has an older sister, Margot, and a younger city sister, Kitty. Now, I find interesting is they are Korean. Half Korean. Half Korean. But Father's they, white. None of them look like sisters to me. No, I agree. That's my only thing is they all look a little bit different. Yeah. Well, the older sister actually looked on. I did a lot of IMBD research on this one. And the older sister is actually half. She's Hawaiian descent. I think yeah. half Caucasian, half Chinese. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then uh, our main. What's, what's, the, what's the actress's name for LJ? Lana. Uh, Condor? Lana Condor. Yeah. yeah. She's actually Vietnamese fully. So, you know, different ethnic groups. I did think it was interesting that this is a a movie led by an Asian actress. Mm. Just kind of like right on the heels of Crazy Rich Asians. And um, Jenna Han, the author of this book, was saying, she wrote the book. Uh, movie studios were calling her all the time trying to pick it up. And she said the only stipulation was she had to keep the main character Asian. And the only person who would do that was Netflix. Oh. Netflix were the only studios that let her have that sort of creative control. Props. That's why she went with them. So good for her. Yeah. Actually, remember at the start of this, before we started talking, Chris was like, I don't want there to be too much Chris. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of paprika happening right There's now. There's a lot of paprika. It's heavy. Yeah. yeah. It's heavy. Oh, man. All right. So what we find out about LJ is that she's had these crushes throughout her life. And every time she has a crush, she writes a letter to that boy. A love letter. A love letter. Which I um, can empathize with because I definitely wrote a love letter to Nick Carter in oh, my heyday. So yeah. I was like, yeah. Now, did you send that letter? I did, but I think it was to not the fan club. It was some kind of off-brand, like, weird Backstreet Boys thing. So, I mean, someone might have got a good laugh about it. Like, I think it was for merchandise. Like, it wasn't for to the fan club. It was to, like, buy yeah. a t-shirt. You know, I didn't realize we were going to be burying our souls quite as I much on this podcast. This is a relatable moment that I felt. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's like a way, a diary, but a letter. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we meet Skinny Josh. Skinny Josh is their, or Margot's boyfriend and also the, the, the neighbor of the family. And he's over at supper and Margot's about to leave to Scotland to go to college. And Josh makes this grand gesture. He's going to fly to Scotland and, and visit her. And it's kind of awkward. Okay, wait, wait. I think the key point and what mm. we need to know is that Laura Jean is in love with her sister's boyfriend. Yeah. Yes. Skinny Josh. Josh. Skinny Josh did get a letter. He was yeah. the guy in the wheat that she yes. kissed. That's right. This is that, all important. That's context. what's the important. Who yes. cares about Scotland? Besides the dad being like okay with him going there. My dad wouldn't have been okay if my yeah. boyfriend wanted to fly across. No. Where's he going to sleep? Yeah, exactly. Not She's okay. going to college. She's like an adult. Yeah. The dad's a gynecologist. You think you'd be a little bit more worried about yeah. pregnancy? But we see later on that he likes to prepare them in uh, in uh, strange ways. So, yeah, that's true. All right. So she has a, written a total of five letters to five boys. She has written one to Skinny Josh. She has gets written one to Kenny from camp, to Peter, to Lucas, 
and to John Ambrose from Model UN. So she writes these letters. She doesn't send them, though. It's just a way of her, like, venting her, her emotions um, in kind of a, an outlet. It's cathartic. Cathartic. Yeah. There you and go. And they're in a nice hat box. Mm. They're hidden in her closet. Right. The, Nobody the penmanship looks really lovely. Like, she takes time. Even the envelopes are pretty. Yes, you're right. Yeah. yeah. So we then visit her high school where we meet Jen, her former middle school friend and now enemy. Then we also meet Chris, who is Jen's cousin and LJ's best friend and ally. Okay, this is who I would like to talk about for a second. Okay. I actually hate Chris. Yeah. She's a shitty friend. Yes. Like, multiple times throughout the movie, she, I'm like, why is Lara Jean this, like, stay-at-home, homebody, smart kid, best friends with this kind of trashy, slutty... I don't think she's slutty. I mean, it's implied. It's implied. Yeah. Maybe more so in um, other avenues. Yes. Um, oh, you think this is some book stuff. Yeah. But oh, anyways, okay. the point being, she's not that good of a friend. She's like never there. But how does Laura Jean only have one friend also? Well, I think because you hung out with her sister before. Yeah. And Josh. It just seemed very strange to me. Yeah. Anyways, don't like Chris, even though she's the best friend. We also find out that uh, Peter, one of the boys with a letter, is Jen's boyfriend. And we only saw flashbacks of these people, and now we're seeing uh, Peter now. Visual appeal of Peter. What are we thinking? Uh, I don't know. Is there a scale of perfection? I love him. Yeah. Yeah. As you can see in my notebook, I just drew his name and a heart around it. So He's from The Foster, so I've been, like, seeing, I've watched The Foster, so I've seen him in lots. Yeah, this is my first time, and I loved it. Yeah, he's aged well. And I Googled him to see what his age was, so it was appropriate for yeah. my affections, and it is. How I old is he? 22. Oh, good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I had to make sure it was okay first. Yeah, that, that's totally yeah. doable. I mean, you have to admit. Oh, good-looking dude. Yeah. Yeah, no, he has to figure it out. He has a very kind of young Marlon Brando vibe. Oh. But he's not, like perfect good looking like yeah. he's he's a badass scar on his face yeah scars are cool he has a past yeah yeah and i want to know what it is yeah 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 big fan they, <clears throat> they cast really well yeah they did a good job all right so we still see that josh the neighbor skinny josh and lj are still good friends and they're still hanging out even did we say that they broke up yeah margo broke up with josh okay i might have interrupted you before i don't think we said it sounds mm. all right uh, we see have a really cute scene where uh, Lara Jean almost hits Peter with her car, and he kind of comes to the window and it's very like very suave, sexy. looking down at her, kind of doing this whole thing. It's a good scene. It kind of really built up his character. He's sort of a jockish type, I would say. Yeah, he plays on the cross team. Yeah, yeah he's a he's a little cross goalie. Yeah, I do need to just make a note. This is the first time we hear him say "whoa, whoa, whoa." And I did a whoa, whoa, whoa count, and he says it five times in the movie. Oh, and really? I, I never picked up on that. A lot of times to say whoa, 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 whoa yeah. in a movie. It must be an improvised thing. Like, that must be a personality trait of I his. I think so. But he does say it a lot. So I this think is there, the first there was a lot of improv in this film. Yeah, mm-hmm. which he's good at. But Yeah. Uh, later that day, we get a Golden Girls mm-hmm. marathon between Kitty, the younger sister, and LJ. And uh, Kitty lays some sick burns yeah, Kitty. on, on LJ. LJ. Okay, Kitty may be the most valuable. She's the MVP of this film, without I, a doubt. I couldn't agree she's, more. She's 11 years old, and she just spits straight fire, yeah. burning yeah. her sister, dunking on her from out of space. Yeah, absolutely. She's what I imagine you would have been to your siblings. <laughs> Ashley? Both of you. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and alternatively, I would have been the Laura. 
<laughs> yeah, like the, the one that really sticks in my mind is like, listen, Laura Jean, I love you, my sister. But it's a Saturday night. I'm 11 years old and I have to cancel plans, hang out with your loser ass. Yes. And we're watching Golden Girls. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that is the story of my life, of me, but it was Buffy and my siblings who were very social. Yeah. So we find out that Kitty thinks Laura Jean is just not living life to its fullest potential. This this 11-year-old really has a handle on her sister. So she goes into her room, and she finds that box full of letters. This is the plot device for the whole movie, is that Kitty finds these letters to all these boys. She thinks that Laura Jean is using these letters as a way to not talk to these boys in real life. So she sends each letter to each boy. So she sends out these five letters... And now we're at the next day at school, and LJ's running track with Chris, and who walks up but Peter. And what does he have in his hand? Oh, the letter. The letter. Yeah. And you it's see the like look on his face. It's, it's devastation. It's intrigue. He plays it really well. I we think. also just found out that him and Jen yeah, broke, broke up. up. They broke up because Jen's now dating a college boy. We've all been there. <laughs> uh, yeah, story of your life, Chris. Yeah. Uh, yes, the letter, you could see her face. She was devastated. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think my heart was racing for her. This is like when you accidentally press reply all on an email and it goes out to everybody and then you're just like absolutely horrified. And there's no, there's no cancel. No. This is like, I now have to live in this world. Right. This world sucks and it's now my world. Pre-internet version of that. Absolutely. This takes place in the modern day, just so we're clear. In uh, Portland, I believe. Uh, so PJ, he, uh, not PJ, sorry, Peter J. Jock, as I'm going to call him, he, uh, he's flattered, but not interested, you know, cause he's just come over this breakup. He thinks Laura Jean's a super, uh, cool girl, but you know, he's still pining for Jen, but what happens? Oh no. Who's that walking up to the track also? It's, it's skinny Josh. It's Josh. Yeah. Okay. So one point I want to make here, skinny Josh and Peter Look the exact same. No, oh my yeah. god, the fact that you even say that we had that, we had like a five minute argument while no. we were watching. Chris couldn't tell the two of them apart. Okay, what? And I like I they're can't the same dude. That. They're, they're they're like they're they're white dudes who look possibly maybe like Mediterranean, maybe some Italian in there with like nice hair, no, strong jawlines. Same dudes. They're. Complete ends of spectrum. One I would think like the is only difference is like one like yes. ones on like opposite ends of like the BMI index. Like one's kind of a beefy jock. The other dude looks like no, he you know listen to no. a lot of Blink One Eighty Two. No, they look nothing alike. <laughs> yeah, I don't. There's no That's... no, and I if we polled our listeners, they would probably both agree. of you send in. <laughs> Let us know. Uh, yeah, no one else agrees with you. Yeah, you're wrong. All right. So LJ has a little mental freak out there for a second. And what's her solution? She jumps on Peter and gives him a kiss and starts making out with him on the track. You cut to skinny Josh's face and he looks hurt and he turns and walks away. Which I didn't know she would kiss him, but I love that she did. Because I was like, you don't expect an early kiss in these movies. Yes, you never see the kiss. A desperation no. kiss. And also it's so out of character for her. Like yes. you get that this is like a big deal for her. Yeah. But I liked like, it still. I think it's her first. Well, it's her first like. Yeah, I hot kiss. Yeah, I think so because she never had a boyfriend before. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I would. I like wanted to be her. Yeah, I think that's mostly you're just like, oh, I wish that was me. Yeah. Yeah. So she uh, kind of says like, sorry, I had to do that, and then like runs away. 
Um, he looks perplexed, but kind of, uh, you know, not entirely disagreeable to him. We find out that the other boys who received letters, um, Lucas is gay, which mm-hmm. helps. So that's yeah. that's one less thing to worry about. He's a good dancer. Yeah. Good dancer. He's just a nice guy. Yeah. Good. A good addition to the cast. Yeah. yeah he, he, Kept it light. he kind of fills the, you know, gay best friend cliche role a little bit, but it works. Um, we have Kenny from camp. Mm-hmm. That letter was returned to sender. Yes. She addressed it to, I think, like the camp. So that didn't work. And we don't hear about John Ambrose. No. In Cliffhanger. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then uh, she tries to avoid Josh again at her house. Yep. And goes to, what is it called? The cafe? Corner. Corner, Corner cafe. Corner cafe, mm-hmm. which is a real place in Vancouver and it's now shut down. It reopened oh. as a deuce diner. <laughs> Did you read the same thing I did? Probably. I just thought this diner was very Americana. Like, I don't... To me, I'm like, we would go to Tim Hortons. Yeah. And that's where I would escape to. So, fun this fact, is, it's actually in North Vancouver. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I would have gone to Starbucks. <clears throat> yeah. So, they well, have this, high school, they have this cute little there. interaction. It's very, like, 1950s malt shop, share a milkshake sort of vibes. You get and the sense she's been there a lot, though. Yeah. Yes. Like, the waitress Joan, knows Joan, the host, uh, waitress knows her. Yeah. yeah. He's even kind of flirty with Joan. You can tell he's like got away with he's the ladies. Just like, uh, she kind of is like, yeah. no, you're a nice He's a fella. charmer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if yeah. I look like that guy, yeah. you better believe I'd be flirting yeah. with her. Yeah. Uh, all right. I bet that milkshake was free. I oh, bet probably. he didn't even pay for it. Yeah. Probably. Joan's milkshake brings all the boys to yeah. <laughs> All right. So here's the fun part of the movie. They hatch a plan to pretend to be dating. And, and the incentive from both their sides is LJ needs to convince Josh that she's really into Peter. She's really into Jock J. Peter so that Josh still thinks that she loves him. Because remember, Josh dated her best or be, dated her sister yeah. for they a long just time. They just broke up. You can't be going on on your sister's boyfriend like that. No. No. And Peter wants to make Jen jealous. He still wants Jen back. He's not over Jen. He's still into Jen. So there's, a, there's a kind of another fun scene where they write a contract, kind of like um, summarizing the underpinnings of this, this fake dating. And it kind of reminded me a lot of the the scene from Fifty Shades of Grey, where they write a contract. Like, as in, like it's it's a the funnest part of that movie, and then like an okay part of this movie. <laughs> the contract, I was just waiting the whole time. I thought it was just going to be discovered by somebody, and that was going to oh, yeah. be the the way the movie broke down. Is uh-huh. that someone's going to find it, and then they were going to be fake. In, yeah, going to be embarrassed. Oh, I never thought about that, but yeah. Yes. Uh, so I was just waiting, sitting on that contract. What's huh? going to happen? What's going to have to happen? This is probably where my only critique of the movie comes in. Mm. Um, Peter's writing, if you look at the letter, his printing is atrocious. Like, the worst. And it kind of takes back a little bit for me his, like, ooh, I like him. Because he looks like he writes bad and is not very bright. Oh, okay. Yeah. Too much on the jock side. Interesting. Like, I wanted him to have nice printing. Oh. At least a little bit. Like, I, I don't know if you noticed it, but it's really ugly. I didn't notice. Maybe that's kind of like an endearing quality. Like, oh, I could fix that for you. Yeah, that's how you could fix them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, so some of the stipulations, they have to write, they have to watch 16 Candles. The which movie. I don't get. Do kids watch that movie still? Like, is that No, popular? but remember she watches Golden Girls or whatever. Right. But it just seems like a weird movie to reference in this movie. Yes. Like, I think this this movie like steals a lot from like John Hughes movie. Yes, movies that kind it of, does. Like You're... the rom-com sort of genre is yeah. really based in that. But shouldn't they pull from like a 90s movie? Like, 
can't hardly wait. She's all that. Should there be something? Yes. I thought if yes. she's all that. She's yeah. all that. Not she's all that. 16 candles. Yeah. yeah. And then he says they have to watch Fight Club. And just everything about that tells me that guy does not get the actual, like, um, philosophy behind Fight, Fight Club. No. Which he goes just... with his bad printing. It yeah. takes away from his in- smartness. Oh, I don't think he, they, they don't play him as, like, a smart dude. Well, I'm just saying. He's taking it very literal. Yeah. The... Yeah. And the other big thing is they have to go on the ski trip. So the school has... Oh, here's here's another thing about this movie. Everybody's rich. <laughs> Everybody is super duper rich the entire movie. Yeah. It's an affluent neighborhood. It has to be. Yeah, it's every, every Flicks original. Like, you look at the kissing booth. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, mean, I think it just makes it easy from a writing standpoint. Because it's like, oh, I need these... These, I want these characters to go to a ski hill. Ah, they're rich. They can go to a ski hill. Yeah, and not just as, like, did you see that ski hill? It was bitching. Yeah, yeah. it's like sh- not- chalet. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. yeah. And they just go for one night. It looks like a far drive. I agree. Well, I think it was like Aspen, I'd imagine. Aspen, Colorado. So that's like, yeah, that's a pretty decent drive. Yeah. All right. And so what brings us, so now they're fake dating. They've, they've really committed to this. Oh, they're also not allowed to kiss. Yeah, there's oh, yeah. no kissing. And the hand no in the pocket thing, you can put my hand in the pocket. Yes. It so was his, his one stipulation was, she said no kissing. He said, all right, well, then you can put your, oh, he, she said, you can put your hand in my back pocket, which is just like, uh, okay. I mean, I think, is that a thing? Yeah. Don't no. you like to put your hand in my pocket? Sure. But like, it's not a replacement for kissing. No, I don't think Joe's ever done that before. Maybe we'll have to try. Maybe they'll spice but up their life. That did lead to Lauren, baby. your favorite scene in the whole movie. Yes, because then when they like enter the, the cafeteria, cafeteria. Oh. and their first like, oh yeah, we're announcing our dating. Mm-hmm. They walk in with a hand in the pocket, and he does the little spin. Lauren, people can't see the hand movement. <laughs> this, this is an audio. <laughs> he uses his hand on her butt to spin her around and kind of catch her on her hips. And it's super cute. Yeah, maybe that's like a fresh... People are like, ooh, I'm going to try that move. Hand in the pocket. Is, I've never seen it before. That is the move I want. Like, oh. that... I Yeah. Okay, okay. You should have been taking notes for that. Oh, well, yeah, will do. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's that What's that movie where he catches the girl in the air? Uh, they, they kind of... They dirty did, Dancing? Yeah. Yeah, Dirty Dancing. Yeah. It felt a little bit Dirty Dancing. It is kind but of yeah. like the equivalent of like, oh, I want that to happen to me. Yes, you're right. Fair but enough. it's more realistic. Like, yes. you could actually do it. Yeah. He also says he's going to get... man. <laughs> yeah. No Patrick Swayze. Fair. <laughs> uh, he also says that uh, he's going to write her a love note every day. Yes. Uh, okay, we'll talk about that at the end, actually. Which, I bet you're wondering, that's, does that come back? It does come back. It's a lot. The ski trip's... Three months away. So yeah. a love letter a day. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah, there is a lot of love letters. I mean, they're not long. Like, they're a sentence. They're and, but still, like a couple words. We'll, we'll come back to it, but yeah. yeah. So now she's dating the most popular boy in school, which is like a really like, yeah, she's all that sort of mm-hmm. uh, yeah. a take on the whole thing. And she has to go to parties and lacrosse games. Yeah. yeah. She She's not telling Margot, her sister, about it. Uh, she's kind of lying to everyone about it. Does anybody know that this is fake besides Peter? Um, not to start. Not yet. No. No. But so can we talk about Margot's a wet blanket? So I wouldn't want her to know either. No, I hate Margot. She's a Debbie. Chris could not understand why I don't like Margot. She's like Mar- Margot has like kind of a, a surrogate mother role yeah, within this family level. dynamic. She, I think she is bossy. Yeah. And rude and condescending. Yeah. And now, she how wants... much of this is is movie? How much of this is book? I think no. it shows in the book in the movie yeah. for sure. 
And she wants to go away to college, but then have everybody still need her. And I don't really understand. Mm-hmm. I don't understand her. Mm-hmm. Like, she comes across the way she, like, breaks up with Josh so suddenly and just, like, I'm not going away to college with a boyfriend. She comes across as cold. Yes. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, again, I don't know why Laura Jean looks up to her so much and, like, they're so close because they seem to have very different personalities. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh... Agree to disagree on that one. I think she's fine. <laughs> they go to uh, one of their one of the like the rich guy or one of the friends' parties. Yeah, and I just thought, look at these rich fucks. Oh yeah, they, it's I, like the it's like the nicest pad in Portland, and they're just having this like call or high school party in it. It is what I imagined high school parties to be like because I didn't go to them. <laughs> so in my mind, that was what high school parties were I like. I tell you, they were not like that. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, there was a lot of drinking, but not, yeah, I've never been to house. I place. loved, I loved when Peter's trying to get her to go and how on board her dad was. Yes. Her dad was like, yeah, get out there. Get cool that party. But he did say no drinking, no drugs, and no hands. All dicks. Yeah. No hands, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have all dicks written in caps on my sheet. Because <laughs> yeah. I did think that was a funny. He didn't, he didn't think that through, did he? No. Yeah. Uh, she walks in and, you know, there's people playing beer pong, all the kind of American high school party tropes and uh she has a nasty interaction with jen mm. jen's kind of being a bitch to her they also seem to be like if they had just broken up he seems like pretty comfortable being around jen yeah. with his new girlfriend I, but it's part of the ruse i, think. I guess he's so. gotta gotta be he's putting on a show yeah he's heartbroken inside still i'm sure yeah jen confronts uh peter in the washroom and toys with him a bit uh, because she's mad and jealous. She's mm-hmm. kind of doing the old, oh, don't you wish you could have me back? Aren't I sexy? So, Jen, I think she kind of sucks. Like, I think, like, the actress is bad playing her. Like, it's just, like, a pretty bad role. Because, like, we've seen the best version of that role. And the best version of that role is Regina George's. Oh. It's Mad Girl. Or Mad Girls. Mean Girls. It's Mean Girls. It's yeah, Mad yeah. Men. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, Mean Girls, right? And when you compare it, like, these two, it's just, you can't. No. She's pretty, pretty two-dimensional. It's pretty, uh... Not great. Lauren, you seem stumped by that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think she's fine. I think she does her job. Yeah, she's pretty whatever. I mean, she's not exceptional. Yeah. I don't see what he sees in her. No, I don't see what's so special about her. She no. seems really whiny. Yeah. Um, Just a bitch. And a bitch. Yeah. But also, I think this is a good moment in the movie because it makes you question, like, oh, maybe Peter's a bit of an ass, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a moment where he's not perfect because he doesn't just tell her to fuck off. Yeah. Like, he goes along with it. That's right. He's still pining for her. He's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, he's not perfect. So then you kind of wonder, oh, well, maybe maybe we should be rooting for Josh. Yeah. Even though, I mean, obviously. Yeah, and that's like a good point. It's like, they really don't play up the love triangle too much in this no, movie. No, they don't. Like, I think there's there's been other movies that have the exact same setup. But then it's like, who is she going to pick, like, the best friend? Or is she going to pick up, like, the jock guy? Like, And they don't, it's always kind of Peter. But I think you would know that because she's never going to go against her sister. Yeah. I think they can't play it because yeah. it wouldn't be believable. I kind of like it. It kind of like muddies the waters yes. a bit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different take on it. But yeah, they leave the party. They go to the cafe again. The scrunchie. You didn't mention the scrunchie. Oh. So Peter had, had one of uh, Laura Jean's scrunchies. Because he likes her hair down. He likes her hair down. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of hair playing. A lot of hair play. Uh <laughs> And then Jen goes and steals the scrunchie from Peter. And Peter's kind of a bitch about it. Like, uh, Jen kind of just takes the scrunchie, like, off his wrist and just, like, puts it in her hair and says, 
okay, and leaves. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah I shouldn't do that. Yeah. yeah. And Laura Jean had said, that's my favorite scrunchie. Don't lose it. You just yeah. know that there's going to be more. And, he and after shopping with it. you, Lauren, I know how much those scrunchies are. That's like a $48 scrunchie No, it's probably. $17. Yeah. It, well, it had a couple colors, so it might have been pushing 20 Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It was a nice scrunchie. It was her favorite, so yes. I assume she tre- treasures it. It's priceless. Yeah. Uh, they head back to the corner cafe, and they talk about... Um, how Peter's dad had left. And they kind of a touching moment where they kind of talk about uh, the, the connection, you know. Peter's dad had left the family. LJ's uh, mom had died. And they both kind of talk about the sense of, of loss and how they're scared of losing more people, which I thought was you know, a pretty good scene. Yeah, and but it has also revealed that Peter still regularly talks to Jen on the phone, like, almost every night. Yeah, that's true. She does. Yeah. Or he does. So. Which is not helping anybody. Um, so, uh, that finishes up and then we have a, uh, later Josh pops back up again and he's trying to make sense of this whole thing. He's really hurt. He's been dumped once and then he found out that his best friend liked him and then she sort of dumped him again in a sense, right? Mm -hmm. By going out with Peter. So he spends a lot of time just kind of pouting and crying on a porch. Yeah. He's a sad sack. He's a little bitch boy. Yeah. Yeah. There's a good there's a good burn where Peter calls him like cut rate Bono Ver and I was like, Oh that's that's not bad. Like, he does kinda have like the mopey indie artist thing going on. I didn't get that reference. I didn't get it either. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think even it know did. who I didn't that know who that is. Who it was, so. Okay. Uh, this is why we <laughs> love the Netflix movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and at this time we're starting to get the sense that Peter and LJ are developing real feelings for each other. Like they're still fake dating, but underneath it all they like each other. Yeah. They mesh well together. Especially, did we talk about the dinner at his mom's? Or we That might have already happened, but that, you could yeah, really tell totally. there was a connection. Yeah. 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 So now comes the big ski trip. So LJ is convinced to finally go on the ski trip, and it's known for banging, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, but the thing is, she is not wanting to go because she's concerned that she is developing real feelings. Like, that's her, like, worry. She's trying to end it beforehand because she doesn't want to go and actually have real feelings. Yeah. But Dad comes in again. Yeah. Just all for the ski trip. Yeah. Just pushed her out of the house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, My dad would have never let me do that. Go on a ski trip with boys? No. Yeah. Yeah. Not during no. hockey season. I wasn't allowed to ski. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's just crazy talk. I think we were ACLs. Oh, man. So, Lucas, during a kind of two-person face mask... Uh, Wait, sesh. before we talk about that, what okay. about when they get there? This was as a teacher. Yes. You are, first of all, no chaperone. I did not understand That's at all. ludicrous. This is the, when we talk about realistic, yeah. reality check yes. moment. This is the reality check moment. Yeah. That would never happen. No. You would already know who's going to be your roommate. Yeah. Right. So they come and they just give the, the, the card keys to a student and the student they just... toss them in the air. Throw and them so in the air and, and then... They can shack up with whoever they want. He says, sleep where you want, sluts. Yeah. That would not happen. That would not happen. It would depend on who the teacher was. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, but still. No chaperones? No. no. It's not realistic. <laughs> so uh, Lucas convinces LJ that Peter actually does like her. And he knows this. You know, he just has an innate uh, gay sense for this sort of thing. He calls her uh, like a Rubik's Cube. Sexy little Rubik's yeah, cube which that he can't figure, figure out. out. Yeah. yeah, I thought uh, you'd like that. 
Yeah, no, it was like good. a geeky, it's... nerdy joke. Well, sure, okay. Not that you're any of those things. <clears throat> and this culminates with a pretty hot kiss in a hot tub. So, on a scale of one to ten, how hot is this kiss? Uh oh, the kiss was it was exceptional, it, but just the scene. I rewatched that scene. Yeah, I think I just like skip back, skip back. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's the whole setup. It, the water splash. The way her nightgown like yes. floats on the water. Even her cute just hi, like she yeah. just says hi. So cute. Yeah, and like it's like sexy, but she's not slutty. Yeah, You're it's really... a very good balance. It's yes. a good scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it really <clears throat> sells it. Yes. Also, I was no. Never at a chalet would there be an empty hot tub. No. no. Yeah, exactly. Every <laughs> every resort yeah. I've been to is like me and like 27 <laughs> of my least close friends. Yes. Just like butted up to you. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, it made for a good scene though. Yeah. Yeah. So the fallout from this is somebody was actually recording this kiss. And the way that it's recorded kind of makes it look like they could be having sex in the hot tub. Which is unhygienic. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's not not safe. I think she shows a lot of constraint. When they, to find out, yeah. When well, she, when no, I mean to not have sex. Oh. Oh, you're saying <laughs> that would have been you. Yeah. If I had that opportunity, yeah. it would have been a sex tape. A legit <laughs> sex tape. <laughs> no, that opportunity would not be passed. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, we also find out that Peter went to Jen's room that night. Yeah. That's no good. Because Jen tells her. Yes. And like plays with the scrunchie. Flaunts the scrunchie. There's yes. some scrunchie flaunting. Yes. yes. Yeah. And it's it's a really the like the classic Ron Com scenario where he, you know, she's like, You went to her room and he's like, uh, uh, I can I can explain and she's like, Don't and like runs away. Yes. It's like one of those things that could be resolved with a thirty second conversation, but it's better for the movie if it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be pissed. Yeah, she's too upset to talk right now. Yeah, she, she needs, needs some a, time. She needs a cool down, 24-hour period. Uh-huh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Uh, then, so there's this moment of sadness where you think, oh, they're never going to end up together. Of course, we know they are because it's a Netflix movie. And what brings it all back is, number one, her dad telling her about how her mom lived in the moment, right? Okay, wait, 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 wait. You're going to go back a bit here. Do I? She gets home and Margo's home. Yeah. Surprise. Oh, I didn't think that was important. What? That's it important. is. It's the whole scene because she finds out Margot's home. They're like having a girl's plus dad night. Mm -hmm. And what's his face? Shows up at the door. Josh. Skinny Josh. Peter. No, oh, Peter shows Peter up J. at the John. door. Yes. And Margot's like, who's Peter? And Kitty's like, oh, her boyfriend. Mar and she's not told Margot. So Margot's like hurt. Hurt. What the heck? Mm. And... They're talking outside. She's still like, no go. And then Skinny Josh comes with some reason his hood up. Yeah. He still looked tough. I like, can only imagine. Like a greaser is what I yeah. thought. Yeah. Like, it's going to pull a switchblade. Yeah. Something. I couldn't understand that. Oh, I thought it was going like... absorb the tears from <laughs> him crying. <laughs> just he's edgy with your hood up. No, I just saw like, oh, uh, she said to leave. Like, what are you going to do, buddy? Nothing. You're not going to take him. Skinny Josh is going to do nothing. No. Uh, and then... Peter's like, oh, you're actually in love with him? And that's the moment that Marco walks out. And it's like, you're in love with Josh? And everything just, like, the whole reason and purpose of why she even dated Peter, like, crumbles and falls apart. This is, like, Laura Jean's worst nightmare. Mm -hmm. That's an important part. So she's mad at Peter and she's mad at Josh. Yeah, and she's now, her sister's mad at her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. It's a big deal. There's a lot, a lot that happens in yeah. the yeah, last like, 20 I, minutes. I clearly didn't unpack that scene enough. No. Yeah. And then that is then after that moment is the, at her most vulnerable moment. Yes. Is when she finds out about the sex tape. The sex tape. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. You're, you're, I did miss that part. Why... That did get, so it was, it's kind of a, a, a um, uh, what's it called? Like modern thing. You know, you, you got your, your sex tape released. Yeah, it's a, like a real life problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about cyberbullying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, harsh. Which wouldn't happen if there had been chaperones. That's right. There wouldn't have been any videoing. No, or there no hot tub sex. Or twenty-seven other people in that hot tub. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, what brings it all home then? Like, what? What's our resolution? Well, she goes with her dad to the diner to Corner Cafe. The diner, yeah. They kind of just do a heart. I don't know. That scene was kind of meh to me. Yeah, you know, it was whatever. hard to heart. It well, was I think kinda... it was like her mom lived in the moment. And Laura Jean doesn't. And I... she should be more like her mother. I guess just the scenes about Peter don't matter to me. So I think I was That's like, fair. skip, skip, skip. <laughs> <laughs> but I do really like scenes with her dad. Yes, her dad's awesome. Because here. I do love him. He yeah. kind of looks like um, skinny Bo Bridges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. Very look similar. Yeah, yeah I see that. And then the big one that brings her around is Kitty has been saving in that same box that kept the letters to the boys. She was keeping all the love notes mm-hmm. that Peter had written her for three months. And she shows them. And there's I guess ten. El- there's El- 10 in there. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't, that, that doesn't this work. is my issue with it. Yeah. I said, I'll write you one every day. There yeah. was 10. They were together yeah. for at least three months. Thirty. All right, so he's a little minimum. lazy. Peter's yeah. a little lazy. He has or, to you have to do a cross practice. Production was a little lazy. Some yeah. of them were insignificant, maybe, so they didn't make it. Like there was only ten. She like one was just like a girl at school, and then how would Kitty have had access? I guess so. Just seemed like a small detail they could have. Yeah. So this is like she had a boy write her love notes, and for some reason that really moved her. And so then she, she wanted love notes. She said it would be nice to be written too. Yeah. Instead of just written. Oh, that's actually yes. I like the symmetry, uh, symmetry there. So then they she walks back onto the same field, uh, which she proposed that they do the fake game to Peter. She walked up to him, and then they have a very nice kiss. The sun setting, really nice lighting on the whole thing. Very John Hughes. Any more thoughts on that? Best line of the movie. Are you going to break my heart, Covey? That's what he says to her at the end. Like, it's like so dreamy. Oh, he just melts my heart. I know. Like, it was so good. So we see them like literally walk into the sunset, holding each other's hand, yes. hand in hand. Not hand in pocket. Not hand in pocket. No, not this time. Uh, cut to uh, credits and good soundtrack. Was that yeah. only oh, me? No. I, I love like, the soundtrack. Yeah, it's a it lot of like kind of like electro pop indie yes. stuff. Yeah. It was good. Great and then time. we have a special kind of the button on the whole movie is the after credits, where the doorbell ring, Kitty answers the door, and who's standing there? John Ambrose yes. from Model UN, looking pretty good, yeah. looking like a little ta- uh, tasty treat. Yeah, this is why I was confused though, because I've heard rumors that in the sequel it's going to be Cole Sprouse mm-hmm. as John Ambrose, and I think they've like screwed themselves over. They'll just recast. Yeah. yeah. I think it's they didn't know the movie would be so successful, maybe, maybe and that there would be yeah. such a cult following, perhaps. Yeah. And that's true. The cry for a second movie would be so great. Yeah. All right. He had flowers too. 
brought yeah. flowers. Yeah, he the letter like, and the flowers. He looked like, like he could walk out of a Ralph Lauren catalog. <laughs> That's what it just nice. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. seemed like a nice boy. He did. He seemed like some the boy your grandma would like. Yeah. You know? He nice. seemed like the boy. Peter's the kind of guy your mom would like. Maybe <laughs> 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 you have like keep an eye on her. <laughs> <laughs> all right so our next little section here is reality checks or as if is there anything in this movie that you thought wasn't realistic i think just the chaperone the chaperone, the chaperone. being yes. a teacher it's you just would never that wouldn't happen i can't have a field trip form and say there's going to be no chaperones that's like 10 to 1 when ratio. i went to europe they weren't boys weren't even allowed in the room no in order to converse after a certain time, they had to sit outside in the hallway with the door open. I imagine it'd be like Harry Potter when they try and go up the stairs to the girls' dormitory, and then that part just turns into a slide, and then they can't go up there. So, just not Is happening. that a thing? I've never seen yes. that. Oh. Does this happen in the movie? Yes. Oh, I forget Details. it. Details. Huh. Anyways. Huh. That's a cool uh, feature. Mm -hmm. All right. So... How we're going to rank this movie? So, we're going to go with marry, fuck, or kill, and... Each of those sections talks about Mary is, uh, would I go back to this movie? Am I going to watch it a couple times? Am I going to really commit to it? It's your lifelong partner. Yeah, really. Uh, fuck is one night stand. Like, bitch was only good for one night. And kill Ooh. is... <laughs> kill is I just never want to see this movie again. And done. Yeah. So I think it's pretty obvious where we stand. Yeah. Like, I will marry this movie. I will have a... Ten, ten year vow renewal, twenty year vow renewal. You're getting that ring tattooed on. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm having little Pete babies. Like yeah. we're committed. Yeah. This is a Mary. Yeah. I think I watched this movie and rewatched it instantaneously after. Yes. So Alright, I'm gonna put this one at fuck. I think it's better than most of the other movies in the genre. Right? Like compared to most other rom coms, which really don't get made like no one's making rom-coms anymore except netflix like when's it what's the next what's the last rom-com you've seen in theaters yeah like being like a, a wide release oh i don't know i don't go to movies anymore yeah it, like crazy rich asians was like the yeah, last yeah, I guess, one. yeah yeah and before that, that who knows like they just don't get made yeah so i think that this one was was pretty good if yeah. you if you want to watch a rom-com watch this one i was actually surprised throughout that chris liked it a lot more than I anticipated him liking mm -hmm. because, like, Kissing Booth, for example, he bitched and complained the whole time. That's, that's a bad movie. There's though. holes in Kissing Booth. Like, the production, the acting, yes. there's lots of things. This is just But all I think around. things that, like, seemed to win him over as we were watching was, like, Kitty. Yes. Really gotta. Yeah. Funny, precocious kid. Yeah. yeah. I think she's referred to as feisty, which yeah. is nail on the head there. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, what we wish happened, everything happened. No, I don't my, have anything. I have wouldn't change a thing if I were only doing that this I was movie. the lead. Maybe yeah. that's what I wish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I you, wish. You want to swede this movie, but yeah. with you as the lead. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. What is our? I'm going to end the podcast with what is our favorite moment from this movie? Ooh. I think pocket scene. Pocket. Scene. Lauren has pocket scene. Pocket scene. I'm going to have to do hot tub scene then. Mm. Yeah. Did mm -hmm. I say, did we talk about pocket scene was his own improvisation? Oh, no. Well, that's like the thing. actor. Yes. Oh. Yes. You think he's that suave in real life? Yes. Yeah, I follow him. <laughs> like on the street? Is that what you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yes. <absolutely. laughs> uh, for me, I think it's just uh, Kitty just dunking on her sister. I, I thought that was really funny. 
how do we sign this bad boy off, you think? I'm not sure. I have no Thanks for listening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Go do something tuned. more productive with your life. Sorry? Yeah. <laughs> think about the decisions you've made leading up to this What point. movie are we doing next? Uh, uh, we are going to be watching next uh, thing, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. No, we're not watching it. I do want to see that, but I... It's a Western anthology made by the Coen brothers. I don't think I'll have one. Uh, and I I'm think, not uh, watching that. Okay, but I, I thought we wanted to do what the people wanted. I thought we were doing Bird Box. Oh, yes. Okay, Bird Box. I haven't watched it I yet. I haven't either. Mostly because I'm too it? scared to watch it. I'll have I to watch too. it at 11 in the morning, all yeah. the lights on. Okay, so Bird right. Box next? Yeah, we'll do that next. Okay. And Perfect. for us at uh, Flexo G's... Uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, see ya.